0: Welcome to the Vegology Podcast with your hosts, Jenny and Matt Morris, as they spread peas and love. Join the moles on this exciting exploration into the plant-based lifestyle. Everyone is welcome in this judgment-free zone from the veg veteran to the veg curious. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the plant-based stylings of Jenny and Matt. It's
1: Tuesday, and we're here for another episode. What's
0: going on, folks?
1: In this week's episode, we've got a delicious Veganize It challenge for you. We picked a popular... Non-vegan recipe, and are showing you how to spin it up into a healthier, vegan-friendly version. And oh my god, is this one a good one?
0: It was quite delightful.
1: Yeah, we're we're, we're revealing our <laughs> our thoughts ahead of time, but it seriously was. It, it blew my mind. It was it was so good. Um, so we're really excited to get into it. Uh, The recipe that we are tackling or that we did tackle and we're talking about today is chicken piccata. And this recipe is by Giada De Laurentiis from the Food Network. And on the Food Network's website, it has a popularity of it had 2006 five star reviews um, on, again, the Food Network's website and I just, I see why. It is, it was incredible. And it's not hard to veganize at all. So easy, right? Yeah,
0: I gave our veganize it version a five-star review.
1: Hell yeah. (laughs) Okay, so I just attempted to give Matt a high five. Yes. And he flopped it big time. Well,
0: because I wasn't (laughs) sure if I had an 80s outfit on
1: <laughs> you didn't have your flannel to, on
0: to, to a time that was the 90s, I know that's to, 90s to a time when people high-fived each other. <laughs>
1: Screw you, man. It was stop it! I'm excited. I
0: we were back at Aquafaba Eighty Seven. All right,
1: all right, all right, <laughs> all right. So we are doing chicken piccata, and I can't wait to get into it. But before we do, we have some happy haps going on this week. First up, as usual, we want to give you an update on our March challenge, which of course is mindful eating. And I would say me personally, after a couple weeks of doing this, I have definitely noticed a change in how I approach food. So before eating, I assess my hunger levels. And if I'm not hungry, I think about what could be triggering my food once. And most of the time, it's been boredom. (laughs) I'm just eating out of boredom. Also, uh, one time that I did this, I had to go to the dentist this week and <laughs> I am terrified of the dentist because I mentioned it on the podcast before, but I have this really weird issue with metal in my mouth. Like I eat off of plasticware at home. I don't,
0: Reusable plastic. Wear. Oh
1: yeah, of course, eco-friendly plasticware. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't need. I don't put metal forks in my mouth ever. I carry them with me if I go to a restaurant or you know back when you could and stuff like that. Like I always carried my own plasticware. And going to the dentist where they're scraping and cleaning and it, it just it it's horrible. So I've been incredibly emotional um, about it uh, beforehand and after. And you know I I I wanted to grab food. I I definitely eat when i'm emotional i do emotional eating big time more than i thought i did so that was definitely a realization um it has reduced my just realizing this has reduced my mindless overeating so i've actually lost two pounds since starting this practice so two pounds in two weeks there you go that's pretty cool so i was excited about that without even trying just just recognizing you know what my triggers are and really just thinking about how i'm feeling when i go to reach for some food or how much i'm eating like it has made a big difference and again without even trying other than just thinking (laughs) using my brain so what about you
0: what about me well, I'm going to tell you that this Mindful Eating Month has been a lot more difficult than I anticipated it would be.
1: I know you've been slacking on your journal writing.
0: Well, I have been slacking on my journal writing. <laughs> um, but another thing is I'm trying to unteach myself what's taken me 40-plus years to teach myself is the speed at which I eat. I really do try to slow my roll and take more time, but I find myself speeding up. As I go through the meal. So it's really been a struggle to keep that in check. But I do feel like I am improving on it. But it's been a bit of a journey.
1: I will say that I have noticed an improvement with that. Oh, good. Because normally I will start eating my meal and within five minutes your plate will be cleaned off like and i mean and it's just like i like turn away for two seconds and your food's just gone you know and i'm like well i thought we were enjoying this meal together and you know you're just doing your own like devouring thing over there but it's been different like you've been kind of hanging around and you're you're taking slower bites and i think you, it seems like you're chewing your food longer is that what you're trying to do
0: I don't know if I'm making a conscious effort to chew longer. It's just the general slow Slow it down. down. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but you definitely have. So, yeah, so we're both seeing some positive improvements. I mean... The diet culture is extremely toxic. Uh, There's so many people eating fad diets and just creating bad habits. And that's why we think and we're huge supporters of mindful eating, also referred to as intuitive eating. There's a little bit of difference between the two where the intuitive eating focuses a lot more on like weight loss and, and there's a lot of differences. We're we're not really going to go into that because we're we're mainly focusing on the mindful eating and we don't want to confuse you. But uh, yeah, so definitely eye openers for us. And we would love it if you drop us a line, let us know how you're making out with your. Uh, initiative this month so we know (laughs) we we've heard from several of you and we're very proud of you there's a lot of good stuff happening a lot of good realizations that we can't wait to share in our wrap-up episode next week Uh, so just send us an email or a dm on instagram and let us know
0: yeah we love hearing from everybody and keep the comments coming
1: all right we have another happy hap we have new vegan products that we actually tried this week so it's been a while since we had some new ones number one the field roast breakfast patties which honestly i don't know if this is new for us or not i think maybe they just changed their packaging and i got excited about it uh, because when i actually ate it it tasted familiar uh they're good they're not my favorite breakfast patties. If I had to compare them, I like the Beyond Meat ones better. However, they're not bad. They're really good. They're big. I like that they're big because it's perfect for like breakfast sandwiches. Whereas the Beyond Meat ones are kind of small.
0: Yeah, the size I feel is the best thing these things have gone because they do fit perfectly in your breakfast sandwich. Um, the taste was it was it was fine. I mean, it wasn't. It was good. Yeah, it wasn't fantastic, but it was certainly good. It's not. Like I wouldn't get them again, but I do like the Beyond Meats better.
1: Hmm. Yep, absolutely. So definitely give them a try, and then also, it was announced a little bit ago that Ben and Jerry's came out with a vegan version of their American Dream um, ice cream, and I have to say, it was the shit. <laughs> it was so good.
0: You no, know, this was the shit. I I'm not I just, sure which episode we did the ice cream tasting on, but
1: it was a while ago. This
0: would have taken. Taking them all down oh yeah this, this was fantastic. this would have
1: been number one so yeah we ate a lot of great ice creams in that episode when we did the taste testing but yes this one would have blew them all away we absolutely loved it and it's by far my favorite ben and jerry's non-dairy flavor
0: yeah this thing was great like yeah i didn't really know what to expect it's hard to tell from the name what you're getting mm-hmm. but it's fantastic
1: yeah and it has caramel in it and i just love any ice cream that has caramel it's so good so highly 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 recommend it dairy-free ben and jerry's american dream
0: i look forward to having it again
1: now we have some super exciting news about our very popular vegan swaps workshop and this workshop is where we show you alternatives for meat, dairy, and eggs. We show you what products are available in the market, and we also give you tips on how to DIY all of them. It is a jam-packed workshop where you get bonus recipes to kind of reinforce what you're learning in the video trainings. And it is just, it's, it's extremely popular. People love it. And we are relaunching it tomorrow tomorrow. Wednesday, March 16th, at a new lower price of only $37.
0: But wait, there's more. (laughs) (laughs) And the more is that we're actually offering a special (laughs) discount of 50% off for all of the Vegology community and listeners of this podcast. So you can get 50% off if you just use the promo code VSWAP50. So it's VSWAP50, and that promo code will get you 50% off, which will bring it down to $18.50. The only thing is that the discounted price is only available for this week and this week only, so it ends at the end of the day, Sunday, March 21st. But if you do miss out on that timeline, Just know you can still get it at the new lower price of $37.
1: Yeah, that's not changing. So we did decide to cut that price down, and we're keeping it that way for the foreseeable future. So if you're listening to this podcast episode real time the week that it's released, then you will be able to get that discount using that promo code. Our gift to you because we love y'all we love you <laughs> all right so maddie Mo, main topic we're talking about this recipe oh my gosh it's so good so we accepted this challenge and we nailed it of course
0: we sure did nail this thing it was fantastic
1: So, we are going to review the original recipe and the ingredients that we swapped out. We're going to review the full veganized recipe. And then our thoughts on the recipe and recommendations on how we would enhance it.
0: Yeah. Even though we believe we did nail this recipe to our own personal taste, there were a couple things we would have tweaked.
1: Yeah. And I'm a firm believer that there's always room for improvement. So... Or enhancement. I like the word enhancement better than improvement. All right, so the original recipe. This is chicken piccata. The recipe, again, is by Giada from the Food Network. And we had 2006 five-star reviews on the Food Network website. They had it. We didn't have it. It's not like we had anything to do with that. Um, and the ingredients that we had to swap out in this recipe were chicken butter and chicken stock just three ingredients
0: easy enough
1: simple just three ingredients we need to swap out super easy all right so we're going to go over the full recipe now we're going to go over the ingredients not necessarily bore you with the amounts of each however We will have a link to download the full recipe, including the measurements, in the show notes for this episode. And you can find the show notes at www.vegologypodcast.com.
0: And definitely check it out, folks, because this recipe is worth trying.
1: It is. All right, the ingredients for this recipe. You're going to get four Gardein chicken scallopini. And if you can't find that at your local grocery store. You can find it at most grocery stores. If you can't find the gardening chicken scallopinis, then you can use any other like vegan chicken patty. Like we, it was sold out at our grocery store. We went to get all the ingredients for this. So we used uh, Wegmans Don't Be Chicken Patty. So we use a different patty than the chicken scallopini, but we're recommending the chicken scallopini because we feel that it is has the best texture It's perfect Um, for that dish. It it is very perfect for this dish. So we do recommend that you get that. If not, it's still going to be good. I mean, we still loved it. Yeah, it was great. (laughs) Even though we didn't necessarily use that that brand. Okay, so you need four of those patties. And you get four in a pack, by the way. Okay. Salt and freshly ground black pepper. All-purpose flour for dredging. A buttery spread. So like earth balance, but in this case we use um, Miyoko's buttery spread, extra virgin olive oil, fresh lemon juice, vegetable stock, which takes the place of the chicken stock, capers, fresh parsley, and that's it. Nine ingredients. And most of this you already probably have in your pantry and fridge. So we're working with simple ingredients, and the instructions are easy as well. What you'll want to do is you'll want to season the guarding chicken with salt and pepper. You're going to dredge the chicken patties in flour and then shake the excess off. In a large skillet over medium-high heat, you're going to melt the vegan butter along with the olive oil. When the butter and oil start to sizzle, add two of the chicken pieces and cook for three minutes. When the chicken is browned, you're gonna flip it and cook the other side for three minutes and then you're gonna remove them and just transfer it to a plate. After that, you're gonna melt two more tablespoons of butter and add another two tablespoons of olive oil. When the butter and oil start to sizzle, Add the other two pieces of chicken and brown both sides in the same manner you did before. Then you're going to remove the pan from the heat and add the chicken to the plate. Into the pan, you're going to add the lemon juice, the vegetable stock, and the capers. You're going to return it to the stove and bring it to a boil, scraping up any brown bits from the pan for extra flavor. You're going to check for the seasoning. Just take a taste test. Make sure it's to your liking. And then return all the vegan chicken to the pan and simmer for five minutes. Then you're going to remove the chicken to a platter. Add the remaining two tablespoons of butter into the sauce and whisk vigorously. And then you're going to pour the sauce over the chicken and garnish with pot parsley. It's that
0: simple. Yeah, we really didn't know what to expect. I mean, we've never had this dish before, but it was fantastic. I mean, I know we've said that a couple of times in this episode. But it really blew us away how good this dish was.
1: Yeah, and I will tell you, my expectations really weren't that high. I I picked it because it was a popular recipe. It's something I've never had before. I've never had chicken piccata before. So I didn't know what to expect. And I generally eat pretty healthy and when I saw the amount of butter and olive oil in this I was a little skeptical I really didn't think that I was gonna like it but it 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 works beautifully together all the flavors and and everything so I will tell you that you know when I was going over the ingredients I told you to kind of take a test of the sauce and season it to your liking now when I first did this I thought the sauce was a bit too lemony because there's a lot of lemon in it. And I thought it was a little too lemony. It was a little overpowering and I was a little disappointed at first with the sauce. But when I added it to the vegan chicken, it was perfectly balanced. You know, after the second bite, I was all in. I was hooked. It was just so good. It just seemed overpowering at first, but I wanted to stay true to the recipe because that's what we're doing here. We're veganizing the original recipe, so I didn't want to adjust the flavors too much. I wanted to do it exactly as she has it. And I have to tell you, it just it just worked.
0: Yeah, it was lemony, but it worked. It seems like it should have been too much lemon for me, but it wasn't. I really just enjoyed the whole thing. Yeah. And we did actually serve it over thin spaghetti. We added a little olive oil and chopped parsley to the spaghetti, and it just kind of made it a more filling plate.
1: Yeah, because in the original recipe, it um, they just have it pictured just with the chicken and the, the sauce and the capers. They don't have it with like a side dish or like over spaghetti. But I, I think it's traditionally, maybe not traditionally, but I see a lot of times uh, when I was doing my research that it's served over like you know, some kind of pasta or rice. So we chose thin spaghetti for it and it worked out really good. It was just absolutely fantastic. And if you see the picture, we'll make sure the, the picture is posted on social media. And you can also see it in the the image for the podcast episode on com okay. website. You can see a picture of, of the chicken piccata that, that we had and it was just, it was amazing. Some of the things that we might modify the next time we make it, um, when we make it again, I would modify the sauce to be a little healthier. <laughs> like I said, a little less oil, less butter. I, it is not hard to make a sauce with a similar consistency that would replicate the flavor profile of this. And I do have ideas in my head of how I could execute it. But I want to test it before I actually make any suggestions. So my apologies. Um, but I'm not going to make those suggestions just yet. I definitely want to, um, want to have this again. Like really soon we're going to. And we will keep you updated on my testing. And we'll report back on that. But yeah, there is a healthier way to execute the sauce. And we will definitely do that and let you know. But just so you know, as it is... It's just freaking fantastic. I just can't say enough. It's just really, really good. Yeah, it
0: was so good that it will definitely be part of our kitchen for Oh, will it? Yeah. Yeah, years to come, so we no have doubt. plenty of time to make it our own.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a staple for us. That's how much we loved it. And we're really excited for you to try it. So overall, Like we said, obviously, we haven't said it enough. We thought this was a great recipe, and we see why people do rave about it. It was um, simple to swap out the three ingredients to make a healthier plant-based version. It was delicious, and we'll definitely be making it again um, just with our personal twist. No doubt. All right. So, if you want to learn more about how to veganize your favorite recipes... Check out the Vegan Swaps Workshop, especially since you're getting a 50% off discount this week.
0: Yeah, take advantage of that promo code, get your 50% off, and enjoy it.
1: Yeah, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about veganizing this recipe and how simple it is, and this is what we talk about in the workshop. We show you how easy it is that you can do things like this with any recipe i mean seriously i use the hashtag anything you can eat i can eat vegan a lot and it is 100 true so and this workshop definitely details that for you so again the promo code is vswap50 vswap50 for the 50 percent discount and we will include the link in the show notes And then also in the show notes, we'll have a download of the complete recipe. And so you can see all the measurements and all that good stuff. And you can make it yourself. And definitely let us know if you try it.
0: Yeah, if you try this recipe, we want to know. And more importantly, but maybe not more importantly, I love to see pictures, so.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Send some pics if you make it.
1: Yeah, definitely. Either send it at hello at com or DM us on Instagram or you can use hashtag vidrology and we will see your picture. So that is it for this episode. If you liked it, If you like seeing these Veganize It Challenge episodes or any other episode, please share it. And also, if you haven't already, give us a good review. We would greatly appreciate it.
0: Please and thank you. Please
1: and thank you. All right. We hope you have a wonderful week and we will chat with you in the next episode.
0: Peace Peace and love.
1: love.